after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, all American fans? The show has come to a brief halt because it is the season finale, so we have so much to discuss. Oh my god, we have such an amazing show prepared for you guys tonight. Uh, As always, we're going to do our special segment called MVP, where we decide who our most valuable player of this week's episode was. Uh, But with that being said, we have a very, very special guest in studio today, Erica Peoples! Hey! Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know Erica Peoples, she she actually premiered tonight on the season finale. I saw you two days ago. Not knowing what character you're going to play, you couldn't say anything about it, but now mm-hmm. that we know, I'm so excited to dive in. Uh, but with that being said, I'm your host, Mina Nadine, and to my left, we have Sierra Chanel. Oh my god, I'm here again. Yes, she is our <laughs> astrology expert, our uh, star athlete. Uh, she also Dang. works on the Warner Brothers lot, but has never come across the All-American cast face-to-face, I saw, except in studio here. I saw, oh my god, wait, I'm just not remembering this, this is very sad, but I saw Daniel Ezra out this weekend and I've never seen him at work which is sad but you saw him on the Warner Brothers lot I saw him at Nightingale nightclub interesting (laughs) now we We love to see it now now the fans know where to go yeah exactly thanks for allowing um a flurry of stalkers to emerge oh my god could you imagine could you imagine Um, but Erica you play Mo I do. And Mo is Tyrone's older sister. Yes, I am. I have so many questions for you. So many questions. Ask away. Let's talk about it. The second that I was like trying to figure out who you were on the show, and I, I couldn't find it online, I saw mm-hmm. you in person two days ago at this red carpet event, and I was like, are you playing a high school student? Are you going to be you know, involved with Sean's mom in some way? Like, Are you trying to get revenge over Sean's mom being in prison? Mm-hmm. And then I, then I came to the conclusion, you know what, maybe you're Leslie, Olivia's uh, mentor. Yeah, you completely thought I was Leslie. Yeah. Or a drug today, dealer. Today, you thought that too. No, not a drug dealer. What? Oh, I, thought you were I like, never said that. I thought you thought that she was going to be her drug dealer. No, drug I thought dealer? she was going to be her mentor. Got it. Like once she spirals out of control. I knew Olivia was going to spiral. I was convinced today while I was watching the episode, because we didn't see you for a long time. I was convinced mm-hmm. she's Leslie. I know it. I kept trying to get a read on you. Couldn't you finally come in? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was so blown away by that performance. It was so intense. Thank you. Thank I, you. I wasn't even thinking about Tyrone, really. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about him. I didn't even know he had an older sister. Um, but it's crazy that finally, like, once we're all, like, breathing, thinking, finally, like, Coop can relax. Finally, you know, Spencer James can relax. Finally, things are getting better. Nope. Someone comes in. Season three is going to be stirs it up again, filled with surprises. So, talk a little bit about 
you know, the auditioning process for you? Because you were an All-American fan before appearing on the show. I was, I was. So the audition process, when I first got the audition from my agent, I was excited because I was a fan of the show. Um, But the audition was very intense, just Mm -hmm. like you saw on the actual show. It was about me avenging my brother's death. Mm -hmm. So I really had to go into the audition and put my heart into the room and let all my emotions just kind of bleed into the casting agent's lap. And it was great. I went in, I put it out there, and then I booked the job, which is exciting because now I'm on the show. Mm -hmm. Was the line that you used to book the job the same line that you said that we just watched? It was exactly the same scene actually okay exactly the same scene so they didn't really change anything it was just that they didn't they didn't change anything the words were the same yeah um the director directed me a little differently when i did the actual show but it was very very similar to what i auditioned with i wrote part of the lyrics on here uh and part of it was if you poison us uh uh, basically like how every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction and you ended it mm. with and if you wrong us we shall not revenge like did you think we would not do this did you think we would not do that mm-hmm. and the whole time I was watching it like wow this is so well written but also perfectly enacted and just that powerful message of every action has a reaction so watch out right well that that was actually my favorite part of the scene because yeah. those words are actually Shakespearean words so the writer is a, an amazing writer and very clever because mm-hmm. she put those lines in so that it would take you somewhere. And that's my favorite part. I love I loved that scene. Did you pick up on the fact that it was Shakespearean lines? Because it sounded very dramatic and very intense, but so on point with what was mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on. I didn't even realize that that was Shakespeare. I mm-hmm. had no clue. Well, I think that's why the writer is so brilliant, because she was able to take the writing and immerse it, merge it in with her own writing and what was actually happening in the scene. So I did realize it was Shakespeare, but the writer has her own touch to it. And mm-hmm. I was able to take that, add the emotion to it, and tell the story. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. CW obviously is known for having all of these dramas. All-American is a serious drama. How do you even prepare for that type of audition? Or like, you know you, think, or yeah. you, know you book the gig. How do you even prepare for that role in general? Well, this role was different for me mm-hmm. because I play a villain, mm-hmm. and I've never played a villain before. We love a villain So, moment. thank you. I'm excited. I'm really excited to play the villain. But for me, the preparation was I had to go to a deep place and a dark place, mm-hmm. um, which is not necessarily what I lead with. Mm-hmm. So the preparation was taking the time to really sit and think about what happened to my brother. What mm-hmm. what am I feeling? What do I want to convey? What I want the other person to feel? What is my intention? Right. So the preparation was a lot of emotional development mm-hmm. and that in in sense created the character as well. Because mm-hmm. when we were like sitting out there, you were like, whenever I watch it, obviously I look at what I look like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, am I believable? Like you have to love playing a character like that where it's it is pretty dramatic and you have to go to that point to you know that's act, that's literally acting mm-hmm. you know what I mean thank you well I do love it I yeah. love drama I'm definitely a dramatic actress mm-hmm. so I'm really excited for season three because then you get to see all the dark places right. that I have to go and the drama really 
right. intensifies then. Have you gotten your lines for season three yet? Do you know? I have not gotten my lines yet. And okay. if I did, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Mia's always trying to get me to give her some type of insight. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten them yet. But I do know where the character's going. Do you have any idea what your character's relationship was like with Tyrone? Because sometimes we don't have the strongest relationships with our siblings. Other times families are super close-knit. Obviously, if you want revenge, Mm -hmm. I feel like there has to be, like, some sort of, you know, older sister, younger brother dynamic of, like, you wanting to protect him and look out for him. Right. Do you think we're going to get more insight into what your dynamic has been like in the form of flashbacks? Absolutely. I think so. But also in the scene, I give you a hint of where what our relationship was because I say... That's no way to treat an old friend. Mm -hmm. So that means Mm -hmm. I used to live in the neighborhood. So I left for some reason, Mm -hmm. but I used to be there. Interesting. And also he's like, when you're talking to him, he's like, this isn't your life anymore. Like He's like, girl, let's not, like, I'm scared of you, but let's not go here again. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Exactly. And he definitely respects you and is like, if you put your mind to something, like, something's up, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what's so crazy is that, like, for for season one and season two, Tyrone was such an intimidating figure. Everybody mm-hmm. was scared of him. Um, and if they weren't scared of him, they hated him to some capacity. But then there were some people who were so staunchly loyal to him that when he died, we did see that there was some anger there. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. the the sense of relief felt more overwhelming than the sense of anger. Um, but when I saw your character, I saw that she was just as intimidating, if not more intimidating than Tyrone. So I'm wondering, were you the one who was in charge this whole time? And then Tyrone took over and then he became the new head honcho? Because Mm -hmm. the the clue that you just gave me when you said that's no way to treat an old friend Mm -hmm. makes it sound like you were the head of this, this circle, this Tyrone circle, and that he's just your little brother who looked up to you and then decided to take over and become this new intimidating figure because he's the young one he's not the old one exactly in the i'm the older sister yeah and i think it's interesting that you didn't see me at the funeral mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you see me go directly to the jail because i need to handle this mm-hmm. and i'm alone so i was definitely the boss i was mm-hmm. definitely in charge mm-hmm. and season three we'll see what else i have under my sleeve that's so true oh my god you weren't at the funeral i wasn't and then it's like you weren't like, do you have a relationship with your mother or y'all's mother? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all have the same mother? Like, oh, my God. I'm spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So much. Also, so I much. think the the one thing that keeps coming to mind for me is that you mentioned there's no way Sean's mom did this alone. This was an orchestrated attack. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I never even thought about that. I thought, no, for sure she just did it on her own, never thinking how can you take down someone so powerful on your own. So mm-hmm. now I'm wondering who I'm else so helped. I was like, mm-hmm. sure yeah, she did it by no, herself. Why not? We're right. both so naive. I'm like, there's Literally. no, there's no way. Like, of course she did it by herself. And mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, wait, like, are you going to go after Coop? Are you going to go after Spencer? Because you literally pull up in front of the house, which means you have some insight. insight and I know exactly where to go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if I would I throw a little hint out there or a little teaser, I would say I'm going after Coop first. Mm. I, I've heard on the streets. I know something is up. That's like and the obvious. Like, yeah. Right. And so I go right to the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching. Mm-hmm. You see me. I'm there. You didn't say anything. Just mm-hmm. there. Just looking. Just right. now. Oof. 
Yeah. I like have the chills. Yeah. I love that was, it. No, totally. That moment when you were outside of the house, I was like, oh my God. Like she really knows what she's doing. This is going to be and so I'm bad. Hurt somebody. Someone. Someone. That's so funny because the question I just asked, I didn't even realize. Logan Knight in the chat said, my question for Erica is Does Mo know why Tyrone was killed and would she go after Coop? Um, oh. So. Yeah. You obviously know why, right? You know Sean's mm-hmm. mom wanted to avenge her son's death. Mm-hmm. You know that. You're I'm, aware of that. I'm aware of that. Is there any sort of empathy for Sean's mom's situation, despite how terrible what she did to Tyrone was in your eyes? Like, could you even understand, as your character, not as you, but as Mo, mm-hmm. would you be able to understand, oh, this was the mother's protection for her child in the same way that this is your protection of your younger brother? I think right now it's so fresh for Mo that mm-hmm. the only thing I'm thinking about is my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't care how anybody else feels. Mm-hmm. I just want to know who did it, why they did it, and then I want to get them for doing it. So maybe later I might have some compassion for mm-hmm. what she lost and what she's going through, but I don't care. Do you have any other siblings? In real life? No, in no, show? in the show. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe oh not. I can't tell you. Do you have siblings in real life, though? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have 12 siblings. Oh, my God. 12 oh. siblings. I Where did you say you're from yeah. again? I'm from Michigan. Detroit, oh. Michigan. I'm like, I'm from the South, so that's, like, kind of normal. But, like, oh, my God, that's so wild. Yeah. Are you the, where are you? I am the baby girl, and then oh. I have a baby brother. We're not babies anymore, but right. we're definitely the youngest, the two youngest. And are you the only one oh. who expressed this interest in acting? No, my brother is actually an actor and singer as well. And okay. he, he actually has a movie on BET this Christmas, and he's performing and doing lots of things here in L.A., so the two of us are here together. Got it. That's yeah. cute. That's mm-hmm. really nice. I Thank love you. it. We love Thanks. that. It's great. It's great to have some family here. You know, your friends become your family. My friends are all my family. They're supporting me. They're wonderful. They're here now. Mm-hmm. And my brother is the closest thing I have to being with my actual family. What made you decide that you wanted to get into this industry? When I was six years old, mm. I went to my mother and I told her I wanted to be an actress. Mm-hmm. And she put me in acting classes. Uh, she put me in a community college acting class when I was six. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was in a youth theater uh, called a youth theater group called Mosaic. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I went to Columbia College for a year, and then I went to Juilliard, and then here we are. Oh my God, a Juilliard story! I cannot <laughs> wait for this. The we love Juilliard it. School. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I do want to shout out some of the people in the chat because I love how crazy it's going. Um, right now, I want to shout out Erica Walker, uh, Nat Rosen, Mamba for Life Kid. Um, everyone is like basically saying, a lot of people are saying, we must protect Coop. Um, and now, uh, After Buzz TV Dramas is commenting, what sign is Erica's character? <laughs> because we Ooh, know in real that's life, that's a good question. A I like that question. But when I watched that scene of you as Mo, Ooh, I was like, a that's good. a Scorpio, Scorpio right there. Scorpio, it's exactly what <laughs> Definitely a Scorpio. Page. I definitely yeah. choose a Scorpio. That intensity. I love that. That's a great question. The intensity and loyalty to family mm-hmm. and then the desire for revenge the and bluntness. justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I felt completely, it. Completely. Um, that scorpion's coming after you. So mm-hmm. people are also asking about Olivia because they're saying, Killa Cam is saying, I knew Olivia was going to slip. Mm. Uh, tonight was so intense. 
And yeah, I agree. I think we all sort of predicted that there was this unraveling to Olivia's character because just like Layla, she's pretty much had it all together for a while. Mm -hmm. She's always in other people's business trying to help them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like the Paisu she is. No shade to the people behind the scenes (laughs) who are watching it right now, our friends. A lot of Pisces in Um, here. A lot of Pisces (laughs) in here right now. And Ryan in the booth. That's right. But... um, (laughs) Olivia is sort of spiraling and we see this really powerful scene where she it's hinted that you know hey have you called Leslie yet Leslie's like your mentor this is who you should be calling every time you slip up and then she's like wondering if she should take a pill and then we see her downing some vodka until Spencer steps in what do you guys think about this downward spiral Mm. do we think it's going to get out of control or do you think it's going to be managed I think it was really close to getting out of control, but, I mean, she had that moment with Spencer when she was like, I thought I was alone. Like, you could tell, it wasn't even like Spencer was in front of her, she was kind of, like, processing her own feelings, like, oh my god, I was spiraling, and now it's like, all right, here's reality, everything's fine. I think that as long as she feels people are present in her life, and she's feeling supported, she'll be fine, because clearly that's a trigger for her when like no one's around her that's kind of like the root of why she started that spiral like her brother was so busy with football her dad was so busy being a coach her mom was so busy with her Mm -hmm. career and so I think that when she's not like busy with her own things is what ends up being the trigger you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah what are your thoughts on Olivia I think Olivia is very strong and very brave I think Mm -hmm. we all struggle sometimes with needing attention and feeling loved uh, mm-hmm. So we tend, if you don't have a strong, you know, support system in a sense, you can you tend to slip and go to things that may give you comfort, momentary comfort. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's it's very brave of her to even pick up the phone as she's looking at the pill and she puts it down and then calls someone and mm-hmm. says she needs help because most people wouldn't do that. They would just take the pill and deal with it and wake up and feel horrible the mm-hmm. next day, right? So I think she's going to be okay, especially because Spencer came in at the right time. And she could have downed that whole bottle. She did just take a sip, mm-hmm. you know, which says I'm still working through what I need to work through, but I'm strong enough to make it through. Right. right. She could have even kept drinking while he was there. You know what I mean? Like That's it, true. It still could have turned into something even worse. She could have snuck and done whatever when he went to the bathroom. or You know what I mean? Like. I think she felt that support in the moment, yeah. totally to what you said. And She's, I think the writers yeah. did a good job of showing what it means to be human because we all mm-hmm. slip up, right? We all fall back, but totally. you can get back up. And you have people in your corner who believe in you and support you to help you get back up if you forget sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, So I think she's going to be good. I think she's going to be okay. That's such a beautiful thing, too, because I feel like oftentimes in the show we've noticed that a lot of the characters who have hit rock bottom have done so because they haven't had such a strong support system. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when Asher hits rock bottom, it's mm-hmm. because his father is abusive and his mm-hmm. mom's not in yeah. the picture. Um, yeah. When, you know, Coop hits rock bottom, her family's really not comfortable with her being gay and things aren't necessarily going mm-hmm. well with patients and the the life she has in Crenshaw isn't going well. She doesn't have the support system. Mm-hmm. And constantly we're seeing even characters like Layla unravel when they're alone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially as a teenager, you're going through adolescence, you're going through all of these hormonal mm-hmm. changes, 
and you don't have a support system, that's huge. So all I can hope for is that Olivia still has that support system, even while, you know, her dad is away temporarily, while Asher is with his mom, Mm -hmm. while, you know, everything is kind of, like, changing, while Jordan is with Simone, you know, her other twin, and... I just, I just think it's hard for, like, the kids who are out there right now who don't have that support system. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for them? Ooh, my advice would be to surround yourself with friends who can be your support system. Mm-hmm. Positive people who are focused on and driven in the same way that you are. Or maybe even more so that they can encourage you and become your family and your support system. And if you don't have that, maybe seek out someone counseling someone in your community that might be able to help you and I guess acknowledge the problem and then find a way to address it don't just keep it in right talk about it find some help in any way you can I love that I love that you know now we have access to therapists and Mm -hmm. that that is super important and I feel like especially with men they're like therapy like why would I do that like I'm fine I can handle it (laughs) and then there is like this toxic culture about like not wanting to to get help but I think it's so important like we see on the show like the therapists on the show that aren't officially therapists are Spencer's mom and coach Philly Baker when he's you know basically taking care of his team and Mm -hmm. they have like Spencer, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do want to talk about Coach Baker now because, obviously, he steps down as coach. It's been this push and pull back and forth the last couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, He finally decides to resign because he doesn't want to be beholden to anybody. Like, it it almost feels like a politician being bought, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. don't want to have to compromise the integrity of, the team and everything you've worked so hard for. Libra qualities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would say maybe Virgo Libra cusp, but yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, he decides to resign. What do you guys think about that decision? Do you think it's going to significantly impact the team come senior year? I think it definitely will. I think especially being in Beverly Hills, there's a lot of distractions, whether it's parties, whether it's money, like Obviously, wherever you go, everyone has family issues. I think Coach Baker did a really good job of, like, reeling all of the guys in and eliminating eliminating the distractions and being like, we're here to play football, and this is your priority. And school, obviously. Um, I think that it's really going to affect the team. I mean, Billy Baker and uh, Spencer's story in general, that whole full circle moment was very overwhelming for me. Like, him giving them the jersey, (laughs) and then the end, they're on the field, and he was Mm -hmm. like, I did the same thing with your dad, and the dad's dead. It was, like, so emotional, but... um, So, obviously, that's what I'm rooting for, that storyline, but... I definitely think there's going to be some uh, trouble in paradise, paradise being Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. What do you think? I think it's going to impact them, but in a positive way. I think what Coach Baker stands for is his morals. Mm -hmm. And he's done a good job of kind of coaching the boys to become men, Mm -hmm. which is why we see them at the end stand up for him. And they all come together. I think more than ever they're going to realize that they have to come together. Mm -hmm. And the reason that he's doing it, what he's doing, which is resigning and now going to Crenshaw, Mm -hmm is because he wants to show them that you can be true to who you are Mm -hmm. and still be a man of integrity and you're going to be okay. 
yeah. no matter what. So I think it's going to be a positive impact, actually. It's going to make everyone grow up. Crenshaw yeah. has to win state. That's all. I hope so. <laughs> it's definitely even a beautiful moment to see Laura kind of back up her man and say, you're lost. Like, you should have never done that. Mm-hmm. You lost mm-hmm. a really great person and a, an amazing coach who has a heart for the team. Loved that scene. Love how she always, like, has his back at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Um, and more importantly, I want to talk about how Crenshaw is being turned into a magnet school mm-hmm. and they're taking resources away from the community. And this is causing an uproar within the community mm-hmm. because they're stripping away like all of the opportunities that are already limited. It's not Beverly. It's Crenshaw. Right. Opportunities. There's already a huge con- like stark contrast between Beverly High and Crenshaw. And you feel that all the mm-hmm. time, especially as Spencer is navigating these two worlds in season one. And especially in this episode where he's like, how are we at this party with like these free drinks and all this stuff? And meanwhile, resources are being taken away from Crenshaw. Like this isn't right. right. And so he goes to Crenshaw and they do several things to try to convince the, the board that this isn't okay. Um, what did you think about the whole concept of gentrification as a way to enhance an area and then the, the thing that was, like, so problematic with that ideology. Like, what did you think about them introducing the topic of gentrification? I think it's imperative. It's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's happening right now in Crenshaw. They're building a new stadium and they're gentrifying everything in the area. So I think it's relevant. I think it's it's important to bring awareness to it and to show both sides how it's actually affecting the people who are from there mm-hmm. and who live there. And affecting the African-American culture because, in a way, it kind of strips our culture away, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that's the beauty of this show is that we get to see what's happening on both sides of the world, you know, the the underprivileged and the privileged. Mm-hmm. And now that Spencer and actually Coach Baker are both from Crenshaw and now in this uh, high-privileged society where they kind of have everything given to them and there's it kind of feels like there's no worries. Right. But on the other end, there's a lot happening. People are losing their homes. People right. are losing their identity in a sense. So and I the, think and it's their, imperative. And their jobs as well. Like with this whole thing going exactly. on with Crenshaw being turned into a magnet school, it's not just students that have to apply to try to even get a chance to go to a good school. It's teachers that are losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. People have worked so hard to become a teacher Give back to their community, like mm-hmm. help raise an entire generation just like done like right. that. And I feel like it says a lot about how we prioritize education and how mm-hmm. like privilege is such an interesting concept. <laughs> how like yeah. this would never happen in Beverly Hills, but if it's Crenshaw, right. then corporate interest, financial interest, and it really does affect the communities. Um, I love everything that you said (laughs) about that. Thank you. Because a lot of people see gentrification as, ooh, this is a pretty building. The area is becoming nicer. Everything's so pretty. But then they don't realize, well, you're losing the culture and the flavor and the authenticity of what makes it so special. Now it's just another commercial place. Mm -hmm. Um, The the chat is asking if there are going to be more episodes. Yes, we have a season three, you guys. Uh, Killa Cam, she's so pretty. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Thank Um, you. Everyone is just like saying, okay, Spencer is the the superhero of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And now there are questions coming up about Layla. Uh, Obviously, we have this dynamic between Layla and Coop where Layla is just 
Coop's cheerleader, Sierra, has her own theories that we've discussed in mm-hmm. previous episodes. Where there's what's, some, your, like, what's your theory? <laughs> they're going to get together. Ooh. I, it's, <laughs> I already know. It's just, it's written. It's already been written. I just know it. Oh. They're going to get together. It's going to be a surprise, <laughs> sweet, gentle kiss, and they're both going to be like, what just happened? I just Ooh, know. I love that. I know. And then Ooh, afterwards, TV drama says, I need to know what sign Erica thinks Coop is. I'm mm. curious to know. I think Coop is probably a Libra or a Leo. Okay, that's interesting. I feel like she's so more of a Libra. A because, you know, Libras are kind of the imbalance, but they're supposed to be the balance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's trying to find the balance in her life. They're kind of like the people pleasers. Exactly. And they exactly. see both sides mm-hmm. of the I situation. That. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, that's what yeah. I see. So I was like, as long as you don't say Leo, I'm... <laughs> I, know. I, was like, I was like, Leo, interesting. Um, What's maybe. She can, I'm a Leo. She can be oh. the only Leo in the group. She doesn't need other Leos to I compete with it. her. I love it. I love it. So I love how Layla was able to take initiative to find a balance where she both gets to see her dad during the summer and have that quality time, but also help Coop go on this indie tour where Coop will stop at every stop that her dad stops at. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect balance of the bringing everyone together. Um, Layla post breakdown is like my favorite. Like yeah. she yeah. is really just killing it. She's passionate. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm, knows exactly what mm-hmm. she's doing. I, I love her character right now. She she's really growing is. up, right? Right. They're totally. all, everybody's growing up. It's, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Now the scene that was so powerful that I want to talk about is Spencer and what he has to say during that meeting at Crenshaw when he offers a proposition and says, this is what we can do. Please hear me out. I am a star athlete and I'm going to come to Crenshaw and this is going to attract a lot of scouts who are going to want to come. A lot of, um, a lot of buzz is going to be around the school if I come here and play for you guys. And I love how he, in a way, sacrificed himself, but he's also coming back to his roots and something that is so special to him Mm -hmm. and probably going to reconnect with his father somehow Mm -hmm. by playing in the same place where his father coached. Um, mm-hmm. how powerful was that scene? It was so powerful, but also I feel like Spencer's always putting so much pressure on himself, and in that moment I was like, oh my god, like, take a breath, calm down, <laughs> I know what you're doing, right? and it's amazing, mm-hmm. and this is, like, so perfect, but then, like, whenever he dropped that glass, and he was having all those flashbacks, so, like, most of the flashbacks he had were what he said in front of all of those people, and he just, it stresses me out whenever he does that, because I'm just like, be calm, live your life day to day. Like, not that he's under the radar. I love how passionate he is about everything. But I was like, oh, my God, I need you to calm down. But he can't really, right? Because he has his whole family that's depending on him. Mm -hmm. He's the only one left. His dad left. Yeah. Then he found out who his dad was, and then he died. And so he, (laughs) you know, it's his mom. I think he really wants to be the man of the house and he wants to take care of his mother and his he brother. told that's definitely what he wants yeah totally. he is the male so. version of olivia because he wants to take care of everybody yeah. yeah but sometimes like don't spread yourself so thin yeah you know what i mean like there's ways to provide for those people in your life like he's still a kid and mm-hmm. his mom like constantly has to remind him like you're still a kid you know like it's okay if you need other people sometimes, you know? I think Grace is one of the best things about this show. Oh, yeah. Just she's the, how she's like the stable voice of reason mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. wisdom and maturity and literally Grace, just as her name suggests. <laughs> but uh, the second that Spencer dropped that glass, 
I completely perceived it differently. I saw it as a flashback to that extremely traumatic shooting that happened when he initially got injured, and I thought that that was going to, like, generate some sort of PTSD and, like, mm. bad memory. The oh, second it shattered, I, oh, I, I thought I Olivia was getting triggered, I thought Spencer was getting triggered, but oh, then no. the flashback goes to something different, and that whole sports injury he has... And then I was like, oh, no, this is, like, in a sense even more serious because it's his entire livelihood on the line, his ability, his future. Well, exactly what the doctor said. Like, you're fine because this hasn't happened. Like, happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's how I took it. Yeah. I took it kind of both, like, Mm -hmm. in both ways. I feel like the the fear of everything that he just stood for mm-hmm. could possibly not come that mm-hmm. it could not happen totally because if he can't use his arm he can't play right so you know and then also it's the flashback it might be a little bit of P- P- PTSD where he's a little paranoid or emotionally uh, affected by everything that happened right so I'm yeah, a little a bit of- I'm a little worried about that and I also wonder um before that even happened, Spencer came into the picture as support to Olivia. But now I feel like Spencer is the one who needs support. They both really do. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and this is getting a little bit into predictions, is yes. there something blossoming in the air? Because from day one, is. I've always, always was, right? said yeah. always. Olivia and Spencer all the way. And then Ezekiel was like, ew, that's disgusting. They're like siblings. And no. I'm like, no, no, but no, no, no. It didn't start that way. Yeah. It never started that way. Her feelings for him have never got away. They've mm-hmm. always been there. That's true. Yeah. And that's true. I don't care. He might not say he likes her, but when someone is like supporting you, oh my god! Whenever Jordan was <laughs> when Jordan was talking to the um, Simone to Spencer, oh. and Spencer was like, she literally moved out of your house and lived in a hotel for you. She made a highlight reel of like your career for you to show her love. Like I wanted to say the same thing to Spencer. I'm like, look at this girl who's in love with you, and she's mm-hmm. been with you forever. True. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I I know Erica knows. I know Erica. I knows don't. Everything. I hear no evil, see no evil. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on, you guys. Um, I feel like that pretty much wraps up our episode. Uh, any final oh, thoughts so before we move on to MVP? <sighs> any final thoughts about the season finale? I'm just I'm excited. Season I'm excited. three is gonna be good. And you're going to be yeah. in it. It's going to be insane. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to MVP. MVP. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> where we discuss who our most valuable player of this week's episode is. Sierra, take it away. Oh, my God. I say this all the time, and I always forget her name, but this is so random. Laura. Yeah. I don't know. I really wanted to talk about this, but we didn't really have time. Something happened whenever Coach Baker said he wasn't going to stay in the house and she didn't say anything about it, but she is totally, like, being Mm. a team player. You know what I mean? She stood up for him. She's been able to put all of her biases aside, even though she's slowly growing from all of the pain that she has gone through. Like, Mm -hmm. she is... I don't know. When I think of my mom, like, being strong and, like, whatever our family has gone through, like, she always put up a face and, like, always just, like, made sure she provided for us and was there for us emotionally, and that is Laura. Like, she is Mm. doing everything right now. And I stand, and I love her. She killed it this episode. I love it. I love it too. In the chat, people are saying uh, Jordan MVP. Love. Uh, not just one person, multiple people. I'm so surprised really? by this. Mm-hmm. Jordan MVP. 
Jordan, definitely for the males. Um, Laura standing up for her mans. Thank yeah, you, Erica. Yeah. Um, everyone is saying Jordan. This is so random. I didn't see Jordan as the MVP for this week <laughs> because I saw him as the MVP for last week and everything that he's been doing to handle the Simone uh, situation. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say Mo for this one. Hey. N- not because I think that she's the best or kindest, but because I think that your character is going to be so pivotal in mm. season three in causing an uproar and in causing chaos that I feel like Mo just coming into the picture and being a random character that we have never seen for season one or season two, mm. randomly coming at the end, at the end of the episode, the end of the, <laughs> the last <cliffhanger>. episode, <laughs> thinking, like, who is this person? Like, how effective is this going to be? And then thinking, oh, no, this is going to change everything. Right. And that line, the way you delivered those lines, Thank oh, you. every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And all, like, all the evidence of, like, if you do this, then this happens. Did you not think this would happen? I was just, Ooh. like, shocked. We had to rewind it again, and we watched it twice all the way through. <laughs> Everybody was like, what is happening? This is crazy. I, I think that uh, in this episode, you were the most valuable player and the most intimidating, and I think in season three, you were going to be the most valuable player and really shake things up <laughs> in a way you. that I'm a little scared to see. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you- I definitely have to agree. Mo is the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is coming back and she is ready to avenge her brother's death. But I do think that we'll be able to see just an, a deeper view and look at where Tyrone came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm shaking everything up. I am. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm coming in and season three is going to be very, very dramatic because Mo is coming back. And I think we are going to see a different side of Tyrone just because when we watched the episode of his funeral and we saw a flashback of Tyrone on the swings. Mm, um, yeah, right. We like at that point, I was like, wow, this whole time I've been watching things through the lens of Tyrone is bad. Tyrone is this. Tyrone is that. And I almost forgot that, oh, he's a human being, too. So even if he's made like terrible mistakes mm-hmm. and I'm viewing this from the lens of Spencer because I'm so team Spencer, <laughs> like we all are. I have to, like, bring myself back to reality and think there are two sides to every coin. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Tyrone has been through. I don't know what he was like as a kid. I don't know Mm -hmm. how he became who he was in season two. And I'm so curious to see at what point that that all changed. When did it turn? When did the turn happen? I feel like something pivotal happens. And I feel like you and him have some sort of talk where he feels like he needs to be the new man or something. Mm, I love that. I really do think that. I love that. Everybody has to watch. Stay tuned and watch season three. Stay tuned and watch season three, everybody. And now we're talking predictions for season three. (laughs) After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) I have to preface this by saying I really wish Zakia was here because she's been on point all season long about things that are happening and have happened. So Mm -hmm. shout out to Zakia. Uh, You guys can follow her at Zakia W underscore on Twitter and Instagram. But Sierra, what do you think about what's going to happen season three? I think that there's... This injury with Spencer, he might have to go back to rehab. Don't know what the deal is with that, but, like, this is something we need to take serious. Hopefully he, like, takes his time. He's going to commit. Everything will be fine, but, like, we need to take this injury serious. Jordan is going to get together with, what's her name? With the baby? Simone. Simone. Yes. They're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Happily ever after. 
Uh, Asher and what's her name? I always get Layla and Olivia mixed up. <laughs> um, Asher and Olivia. They are not going to last. Mm-hmm. Olivia, I don't want her to spiral, but like we need drama. She's going to spiral. <laughs> and we know how I feel about Coop and Layla. Okay, interesting. That is going to happen mm. in season three. I like interesting. that prediction. Um, I think Coop's life is definitely going to be threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we got a little inside scoop here at AfterBuzz TV uh, with you it. saying that if you were going to go after anyone, it's going to be Coop before anyone else. I think if anything does happen to Coop, that is going to send Spencer in a downward spiral. Mm. He's going to feel like no one is safe. It's going to prevent his progress at Crenshaw in so many ways. Because at this point in season three, he's going to be removed from the world of Beverly Hills and not in the safe bubble. Mm -hmm. Rather, he's going to be back to his roots and the chaos of... Oh, Tyrone's older sister <laughs> Mo coming back is gonna it's gonna just uproot everything. Um, and now here in the chat, I do want to shout out Nat Rosen, who says I predict we will get Laura a story. I really, really want to see more of Laura because I feel like JJ. she's such an interesting character. Erica Walker says prediction: JJ gets a girlfriend. I need more of his story. <laughs> I and need. Killacam says I predict patience turns into a star. Chic. I would love that. Uh, And then also, uh, Mamba for Life Kid is saying Tyrone is not all bad. And I I love that he's he's saying that. I do think we're going to see some of that. And Nat Rosen, huge prediction. I predict Preach will be free. That's going to really shake things Mm, up when Preach comes back into the picture. I didn't think about that, yeah. We'll see. What do you think? (laughs) How much do you know? How much can you tease? I can't tell you anything about what I know about season three, but I will will tell you what I predict is going to happen is that Spencer being home is going to definitely change him Mm -hmm. as a person. And I like your prediction of Layla and Coop getting together. And... Mo is going to have some really big run-ins, I feel, with Coop mm-hmm. and Preach. That's my prediction. Interesting. We'll I, I wonder if she'll ever become friends with Preach again. I wonder. Because at some we'll point, see. I think, turned. you know what I predict? Scorpios I mean, never forget. I don't know. But <laughs> if, if I were to say a, a, like a backstory prediction, I think Preach and Mo may have had something. We might have been together at some point. I wasn't even thinking you know, about it. Wow. I feel like he, we both were like, oh yeah. my god. I feel like that's why he knows I'm dangerous. Because he <laughs> knows firsthand. He knows the crazy. Yeah, he knows the other side. <laughs> he knows the crazy side. Okay. Right. I'm very, that's very interested in that prediction. Yeah. Um, and now to wrap this up, I know that there are other projects going on for you aside from All American. Yeah. Can you tell us really a little exciting. bit about that? Yes, I have a sequel to a movie I have on Netflix now called True to the Game. So it's True to the Game 2, Part 2. Uh, it's really exciting. It's a romantic gangster love story. Interesting. So it's like West Side Story. It's like West Side Story. We have a lot of stars in it. Tamar Braxton, Columbus Short, it's amazing. Andre Fuller, mm. um, Faith Evans. It's going to be really great. And then I'm doing another movie that's coming out called Trigger. Uh, it's directed by Chris Stokes. has Jordan Woods, Jeremy Meeks, a lot of great people in. but. It's going to be a really good summer this year. So check out Trigger and True to the Game, too. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining no, us. Thank you on for this having panel. me. This is fun. Erica, I have to come back. So fun. Thank you. Erica, yes. you have to come back. Thank you. Uh, we're hopefully going to have a reunion show. We're still trying to figure that out. Hey, so if hey. we do, we would love to have thank you, you back I'd love on. To come back. Um, thank you. Where can everybody find you on social media? On Instagram, Twitter, wherever you are. Everything is Erica Peoples. P E E P L E S. No O. Just like people. The people's people. Awesome. Erica thank Peoples you. everything. And Sierra, yeah. where can everyone find you? As always you can find me at Sierra Chanel on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, Sierra Chanel. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. I know. I just realized that. Hey, everybody. I am Mina Nadine. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Mina Makes Magic. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining the live chat. If you're in the live chat right now, Please like this video and subscribe to AfterBuzz TV and leave a comment in the comments below. What do you think of the season finale? Did it end the way that you thought it would? Leave your comments in the section below and I'll be checking it right after the show. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all season three. See you season three. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 